I got new sheets. Um, you got new sheets from one of those um from one of those startups that you see ads for on the uh, subway. And it's like, it's like going to sleep in a fucking hotel bed. It's great. It's totally worth that one hundred and sixty bucks. After our parents grew up in a nuclear arms race, mm-hmm. we get to grow up in a betting situation arms race, and I really like that trade. I read an article uh, at the Atlantic or Vox or something once about the fucking dirty war being fought by <laughs> mattress startups, and I'm so fucking here for it. It was one of the most entertaining fucking reads of that summer. Can you imagine the patent lawsuits? Over weaves and... There was just this fucking dude who got paid to review mattresses or whatever, and his house was just fucking full of them. And I like I, I cannot imagine that at some point there's not just going to be a fucking hit squad. <laughs> They're going to find him between two of those. Fucking Pinochet style. <laughs> They're going to stack the mattresses and throw them off. <laughs> it's going to look like a deleted scene from Willy Wonka. I hope you sleep well tonight, senor. <laughs> oh, man, it's going to have some fucking Boris and Natasha ass acid. <laughs> but that squirrel is not going to get there in time. No. What was Rocky and Bullwinkle's, like, mission success rate? Missed that piece of Americana almost entirely. So, uh, I, I don't know. Um, I could tell you a whole lot about Tom and Jerry. Because I have two vague memories. They're almost... Sometimes I wonder if they're inserted memories, like a science fiction construct, but... Mm -hmm. I have memories of watching Big O or some other weave shit at fuck o'clock in the morning, and before or after that, watching Boomerang. And Rocky and Bullwinkle made its way there. And I sort of just wondered what it was like to be a (laughs) Russian-American in that little epoch... Mm. <laughs> is that your official statement senator <laughs> you seem to try to get some of your colleagues killed and you're telling us uh, mm. are you going to continue to try to post sweet owns on twitter all right before we get into our two fucking reviews proper by the way i'm gonna talk about an unrelated but well-known piece of weebery mm-hmm because I am known for the uh, manga binge at this point, and I did that for the fucking Demon Slayer thing, because I wanted to the help you were talking about different types of breathing. By the way, if you haven't read most of or watched a bunch of Demon Slayer, you sound like a fucking crazy person describing it. <laughs> my breath. My water breath. My beast breath. And it's funny with that, because it's not really a zany fucking show. No, it's it's very sad. It's very sad, but I guess maybe it's just its idiosyncrasies of breath and stuff. It just sounds like, oh, okay, you're in a yoga cult. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but I read the whole thing. and oh, I, I went to the yoga cult compound in Massachusetts once. What was that like? The food kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I read this whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, if my memory serves, my reaction to the show was that it was kind of okay. In the first three episodes, yes. And uh, to the people currently plotting my death, great comic, you can only send me, like, one letter bomb. That's as much (laughs) as is justified, okay? I'm adjusting for extremism here, my enjoyment of the property. You get one shot. Don't fucking miss. Demon Slayer was a grower, not a shower. Certainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, 
since you have only read the manga and watched only the first three episodes of the uh, anime, the fucking uh, Spider Mountain arc. Mwah. Fan- oh, I love that. Whole thing. Oh my god, you should have seen how they fucking adapted that. It was one of the most fantastic animated fights I've ever seen in a TV anime. I'm glad they have a good action director on their hand. Which studio was that? Uh, that was UFO Table. They uh, they do oh. all the fate shit. Wow, I'm glad we- they got to leave the fucking asylum for a week. They they, they get to do something that's well written this time. <laughs> uh it's like when she takes the heels off your solar plexus and, <laughs> and says you can eat food this week. <laughs> Ufo Table was uh, what fellow Attack on Titan stands uh, wanted. They wanted them to uh, to do the, the final season. That was one of the uh, studios that they were saying should do the final season. I like what MAP has been doing. Um, uh, did Ufo Table get to do that movie for Demon Slayer? Yes, yes, they did. That's Fun that. fact to those of you who, I was going to say go outside, but <laughs> that joke's dead. Outside. It was fucking, All right. felt like negative 10 degrees today in New York. Let me, so let me figure this. Those of you who read real news instead of fucking anime news, Demon Slayer was like one of the top Japanese movie earners last year. I think it may have been the top intro country, so that's I cool. believe so, yeah. I think uh, I think it, it bowled the fuck past your name, ah. which is fascinating because people were writing about your name like it was a historic event if you could convert academic papers and blog posts to revenue david lynch would be sitting in fucking jeff bezos's chair so mm. how much material i did, because i'm i'm an anime only for demon slayer how much material does demon slayer have could it be poised because, you know, Attack on Titan's wrapping up soon. Could it be poised to more or less take Attack on Titan's place as the sort of edgy alternative to the big three? As the sort of edgy alternative to the big three. Like, does it have enough material? Yeah, there's, to yeah, do there's, that? Enough, there's enough stuff ahead of it. I like, think, for any length of time. Yeah, I think we've chopped through about a, a rich third or two fifths of the chapters. Okay. So, this stuff. The last thing that happened was the whole train shit, right? Yes, which I have not seen yet. Oh, okay, so again, I'm I may just I may from... pleb I may pleb anime only. Train forward, they I think they've gone through about two fifths of the material. Okay, cool. And if I got that number wrong, you can only send me one more letter bomb. We're up to two now. We're up to two now. It's getting kind of hairy. It's looking like Bomberman in this bitch. Okay, so we talked about. A good thing first. So I'm going to mix this, the order up for this episode. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about fucking X-Arm. Another good thing. Another <laughs> great thing. <laughs> a second good thing. There is an art in video games and film mm-hmm. to taking reviews out of context. Yes. So if you are a member of the X-Arms production studio, zoom in. This is your out of context quote. No show in the last two years has given me more endorphins than <laughs> X-Arms. I don't... Honest, 
Slap that on the front of your DVD box case. I'm not so sure. I feel like I'd be sandbagging you by saying this, but I almost don't want to talk about X-Arms because <laughs> I just want anyone listening to this to watch X-Arms. Because nothing I say, nothing I say will add to the experience at all. I just want you to have that experience because you deserve to have it. We had a tough year last year. <laughs> and you deserve to watch X-Arms. You deserve to watch it blind. You deserve to watch it with zero expectations just fucking watch the goddamn thing and if you have to if you have to you know have some context going in then fine we'll talk about it now but really you should pause this episode save the rest of it for later after you've watched fucking x arms and go watch x arms right now because honest to god all you should have right now is my recommendation anything else is going to cheapen the experience for you you know you might have sandbagged us, but I think you've sandbagged us with the truth. Because I consider myself funny. I've got a bunch of short stories out there. I'm not as funny viral. as X-Arms. I will never be as funny as X-Arms. I'm also a fucking ruthless self-promoter. I'm going to tell you to go read Own Goal in Clark's World magazine. Maybe just go to the second review, because X-Arms <laughs> is going to be funnier than me talking about fucking X-Arms. I will lay some context out, though, for those of you who maybe don't trust me yet. X-Arm is an anime, and evidently, it unfortunately had a manga at some point, so someone got fucked. But It is a cyberpunk anime. It is a cyberpunk anime in... <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> it is a cyberpunk anime. I feel like I'm missing the, the same, point by even talking about this thing. In the same way you might call J.K. Rowling a sex activist. <laughs> it, I feel like that dude talking about the internet as though it's a series of tubes. <laughs> Alright, X-Arm is a cyberpunk anime about what happens when you give people $13. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not using the technical term you gave me. When you give someone three money. <laughs> when you have three. When you have a budget of three. When you're told to make an anime. When you're told to make an anime. And I've seen a lot of badly or cheaply animated stuff. So I should point out some things that are special about this case. Because when it comes to bad animation, if you're an asshole like me, I know he's dead, but I always think of Ruby first. Like, red, white, blue, yellow. <laughs> and it's sort of like that. But they are randomly juxtaposed against these even more crudely animated 2D figures. And mm -hmm. the only rhyme nor reason to when this fucking happens <laughs> is that they have reference, like, 3D animation to fall back on for all the main characters. Yeah. But that's two of their money right there. <laughs> so for, They only had one left. They only had one fucking left. And half of that was embezzled. <laughs> and the other half went to drawing everything else. And the voice actors don't get shit. You can hear it in their performance. <laughs> I, I'm so I, glad I that this so thing much. exists. When we call this nominally a cyberpunk series... <laughs> There isn't really a thought about the internet or robots bad <laughs> driving this show in the way that you might have in a 
psychopaths or i cannot speak to ladder matrix film i cannot speak to any of the ideas brought forward in this show i um i wasn't paying enough attention to what was actually (laughs) going on um i was laughing too hard it's so good now what they mean by cyberpunk is that there is an android with massive proportions that sort of looks like a recolor of the major it's from not Ghost major. in the Shell. It, it's, it's like it's not major, sort of like how there's an entire genre of music that I call not Lord. Yeah, yeah. It's... She is someone that will never be a royal. No. And with their two money, they still do a little bit of jiggle on this one. Because they just know enough, just enough that you notice that they're trying to. Not enough for it to work i um i i defy you to be turned on by any of this show's fan service by the way i mean i think we learned something from this show that to hit the idea of fan service even in its most cynical execution just for it to be proper fan service you need at least four money <laughs> and they don't have that in x-arm anyway she's not our main character our main character is a dude whose name I'm not going to look up. I have the Wikipedia page open, but it's it's hard to truly care. He is a high schooler who is in a tragic isekai accident and is taken to a... Instead of isekai, he's just taken to the future. So, like... Cool. It's inventive, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like giving this show some credit. It could use it. It definitely could use it. And like, sort of like a sort of. I, I feel kind of like John Cena showing up to some terminal cancer kid <laughs> at the hospital. You can't see me, and me is the budget. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god, Metal Gear Solid Two came out in two thousand one, and this looks worse than that. Now the thing I should bring up when it comes to this it's dude, twenty years old. It's twenty fucking years old. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I should bring up when it comes to this main dude, right? There are children who are born. <laughs> there are children who are born who are legally allowed to go out and die for America. To die for, for America drunk. Younger than a game that looks better than this anime that came out in 2021. <laughs> I woke up both my roommates to watch this thing. That doesn't happen very often, I have to tell you. Yeah, it's... No, the room is a bad comparison because there's not really an autorial spark to X-Arm. It's kind of running no, on autopilot. Really. No, um, I, I it's, it's more like if you described Ghost in the Shell and Iron Man Armored Adventures to someone and then gave them 20 minutes to recreate it in Unity Engine. Bro, even Iron Adventures looked better than this. And again, I feel like that was going on 10 years ago. Yeah. Something I want to point about this main character, because there is a nominal plot, and it is dumb. Oh, yeah, I guess It does so. contribute to it, is that it has the plot of Big Order, which is the main <laughs> character was involved in destroying the world in some fucking way. I guess. And now has... In Big Order, he just had the ability to command things, and this he can hack shit, I guess. He could go for a ride. 
Here, here would be the fantastic twist ending that I would love, is if I went and read the manga, and the manga were really fucking cool. You know, it's not fucking impossible. And this was just a like, really fucking incompetent-ass some, adaptation. Someone may have been screwed, because all, all I know of the manga, just looking at its online entries, is... I don't know, the cover to this has sort of a classical cyberpunk manga look to it. Someone might have just gotten dicked. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting art right there. And they looked at that art and said, this should be Ruby. (laughs) I think that X-Arm may be a psyop by the new Berserk team to make their animation look good i remember i was thinking i was thinking that it was a psyop earlier today (laughs) (laughs) or i was thinking that something was a psyop earlier today and it might have been this Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know what the fuck we're doing here i there's nothing we say about this show that's gonna produce any more endorphins anywhere close to the number of endorphins honestly that this show watching this show will create, will produce in you, in your brain. Trust me, you need this. I think when we were going over... Get a six-pack. Fucking Zeta Gundam. Anyone in your, you know, mask bubble, right? Sit them down next to the guy. Anyone you live with, you know, be it your spouse, your children, your roommates, whoever it happens to be. Sit down. (laughs) Get a little drunk. Wash X-Arms. Oh, Honest yeah. to God, you need this. We went through a whole White Claw set for that bitch. <laughs> there was a point about five or six minutes in where you decided, cool, so we need to chug the first one. And that is uh, that is what we did. Yes, we did kneel down like college students. Like college students. That is a bubbly-ass drink. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I, it was way harder. <laughs> it was a fucking White Claw. I was way harder to chug than I thought it was going to be. I'm not as strong as I was in my youth. And I, I drink every night so it's not it's not that i'm just like a pussy or anything like that (laughs) if i tried to shotgun it that might have been easier but i didn't want to get uh i didn't want to get white claw over your floor fair so we got a hero acura here right yeah i want you his, his name is literally acura yep i want you to try to name three of his attributes without using the word x arm his hair is brown He's dead, <laughs> I guess. His brain is in a jar. Um, in every way that matters. I don't know. He can't shred and he can't fap. He's pretty much done. His hair is brown. His brain is in a jar. And uh, he's the protagonist of this anime. There. Done. Did it. Fuck you. There's something I'd like to note. That with the sort of stilted script and stilted scenes and stilted look and <laughs> three money... That's something that the show also goes for. Mm-hmm. That are just all the way out of its reaches. Sort of just these puzzle fights. Or at least they went for one. <laughs> because they, the, the, the I was, X-Arms are... I was definitely puzzled. <laughs> the X-Arms are mighty weapons wielded by threatening people. Including... He looks sort of like Bato. There's like a bunch glasses. of people who look like Bato in this. That's true. <laughs> But his shitty X-Harm gave him limited phasing that didn't work. At least not very well. They got to recreate one or two um, 
one or two Metal Gear Solid scenes, and they just speed talk you through how they get rid of that problem in such a way like, I don't I don't believe you. No, no, he killed them. In my head, he just killed them. I'm actually pretty sure that this looks worse than the cutscenes from the first <laughs> Metal Gear Solid from 1998. Well, those had a sort of TLC character to them. Yeah, there was love that went into that. I don't... Whereas the six North Koreans animating this... I do not think that there was anything even approaching love that went into the production of this show. Like, if the person animating this show was just doing this to feed their family, I'm not convinced they love their family. <laughs> All right, I, in fact, I... that this might have been some sort of avant-garde family annihilation <laughs> a la that dude who... You know, who went and got a new family for 18 years until they finally caught him? I can't remember his name. I think that was my dad's backup plan. <laughs> if memory Christ. serves. My parting bull are next arms. One of the more popular video essay series in another wave of YouTube mm -hmm. was Every Frame a Painting. For X arms, I'm going to call it Every frame a punchline. <laughs> it is a more reliable source of laughter than just cranking open any given Netflix special. It just hits. Oh, absolutely. It's like be a little drunk for it. Yeah. Two drink minimum at this two, at two drink club. minimum of that one of, of this one. And if you feel like if you get current with it, because it's only a few episodes in at this point, if you get current with it, watch Cats. <laughs> same, same, like same level of uh, engagement as Cats, I would say. I mean, it's, it's distinctly anime this time, right? So it's, it's it's a little bit different, but it's the same kind of. It lives on the same plane of existence. You know, for the number of people that are going to watch Cats on drugs, it was really mean of them to linger on Judy Dench's cat face at the end of that movie. <laughs> I feel like I've mentioned this even on this show, but I remember screen. I was being. I was. I remembered to be polite because we were in a movie theater. So whisper screaming at the screen. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> While the ass clowns in the other row, who like I see you, I see who you are. You're here for the exact reason we are. Started fucking clapping along to one of the songs. Great. And afterwards, again, I see you, motherfuckers, high as kites, Great. as high as we were, fucking singing that same song that they were clapping along to outside the fucking theater. <laughs> oh, that that might have been a theater kid acid trip or something. We were guest stars too. It was the high point of twenty twenty. Which again, it did. It wasn't a very high bar to clear. Uh, but that was uh, that was um January second, two thousand and twenty. And it was probably my favorite moment of the year was watching cats on edibles. Yeah, I would have given it to the election call, but he just he didn't take the cyanide. I was thinking he would take the cyanide after. He's a fucking narcissist. He's like someone's gonna have to fucking kill him, or he's just gonna fucking die one day. But he wasn't a narcissist in my dreams, Sam. I know, I know. He wasn't in my dreams. Alright. So now that I have 
done flares and windmills and other breakdancing moves on top of this show's flaming grave. <laughs> Apologies to the manga artist and whatever is left of his dreams in the wake of this adaptation. Oh god, I'm so sorry. This might just be fucking it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, can you imagine being done this fucking dirty? Can you imagine being him and having to fucking watch that and having to tweet that the adaptation of your manga is airing on fucking TV Tokyo or whatever the fuck channel? I can only think of one route. I need you to imagine that you are a woman of talent, but poor circumstances, right? Walk me on this journey. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, you managed to get your degree, but there aren't a lot of jobs in your field. But you've always been relatively fitness-minded. You keep it together in a sort of generically attractive way. And he's a bit annoying, but to make the bag, to pursue your dreams, you say, fine. And you date, put up with, listen to all his stories about his stonks, a hedge fund bro for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And you let him thwack away at what he considers sex. (laughs) For one hour a week. Lordy me. For four years. Until he finally marries you. And you put up with his family for two years. And you have one of his dumb kids just lock the alimony shit down. (laughs) Because you need to get this bag in one stroke. There are no repeats on this. (laughs) And you're about to pull the fucking trigger. And he comes home red eyed. And says fucking GameStop! (laughs) (laughs) I lost everything! It's all gone because of GameStop! (laughs) I don't feel sorry for him, but I do feel sorry for her. And that is my commentary on the GameStop situation. <laughs> I bought some Dogecoin today. <laughs> Apparently it's going to be worth a buck by the end of the year. So like... Weeaboo Hell is not a finance podcast, although Sam Lugo is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Get Dogecoin, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and sit in the other chair. <laughs> Don't <laughs> get Dogecoin. You only have to buy like just put fucking twenty bucks into it, and we'll be rich by years end. Uh, here's my uh, here's my sense. If you're going to make your fucking investment decisions based on memes, <laughs> at least pick contemporaneous doge, doge, memes. Doge, 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 Jesus doge, fucking doge. Christ! Like I don't know if they make a redraw Inosuke coin. Fine. Oh man buy that shit i don't care it is one of my favorite memes of the last couple of years to be entirely honest with you now speaking of the jump axis oh yeah 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 another shonen jump property has gotten an adaptation Mm -hmm. and for our money to our eyes it has potential well to my eyes at least i shouldn't speak for both of us Mm -hmm. yeah i enjoyed it and this humble program's name Oh, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. I liked it a whole lot. It's Kimono Jihan. Kimono Jihan. Uh, this was, I don't know, just something I uh, something I kind of checked out, again, with zero expectations, because I heard that it was, you know, kind of a fun, kind of a fun 
supernatural mystery sort of thing. And it is just, for my money, a really fucking solid supernatural shonen anime. Uh, kind of, um, kind of everything that I sort of wish that, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen had been. And I realized just something about Jujutsu Kaisen is that Jujutsu Kaisen is a lurid James Joyce-esque love letter to a genre that I fucking hate. (laughs) So, uh, there, there was never any really chance. Um, but, but, Kimono Jihan. So they had five money to make this. They had five money to make this. And if they the did. show has a weakness, what it came down for uh, the match of the evening. I would call that, yeah. If if this show has a drawback, it's that they had five money. And they used it pretty wisely, but they only had five. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of interesting, the fact that you know, you're comparing it to Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm, I'm only running off the th- first three episodes here, so maybe things take a turn for the better or worse in either department. Mm-hmm. But this is a show where the storytelling fundamentals work. It's and got fucking atmosphere, dude. It does, it does. The story- like, and it, it, it prioritizes atmosphere to exposition, which I think was such a fucking great call. Yeah. Like, don't make it, get me wrong. It'll expose it sometimes, you know, when it needs to. But since its world building is so couched in sort of just uh, you know Japanese mythology that you know most people have some awareness about, right? It doesn't really feel the need to build a giant fucking magic system or um, you know a fight system or anything like that. It's just like you know this guy's a tanuki. It has that lady char- is a kitsune. It has character charm and it. Paces its story beats out well, and it has an idea of what a story in the fucking film Crit Hulk sense is, uh-huh. which makes all the difference in the world. And it's kind of an interesting comparison to Jutsu Kaisen, because it's the main flaw in this one isn't... To the extent that action stuff happens, they have four money. They had, they had four money. And I have no idea what the violence is like in its source material. For all I know, this guy is a new fucking Toriyama or some shit. <laughs> But it is uh, not really coming across. They kind of try to edit around the fight, like they're not going <laughs> to. They're not going to deny that a fight is indeed happening, but they're going to try to put as much of it off screen as possible. Yeah, they'll go through a sort of moody, character-driven thing, and then their landlord will bang at the door saying, "Hey." combat rents do it's the fucking sixth <laughs> there are three minutes left in the episode and nothing's blown up kid uh i immediately liked all the characters by the way too that's rare i'm not even saying that usually i'll dislike a character it's that all four of the uh, principal characters and i think there's going to be a fifth one um I think I think the you know the the, the hoodie girl is going to be the fifth principal character. Yeah, yeah, she's um, got a Green Ranger kind of thing going. Yeah, yeah, she. I mean, she, she's got a character design. Uh, she's gonna show up again. But all four of you know the main main characters who have been introduced thus far, I have positive feelings towards all of them, and usually I will be pretty. Usually a loser in the race. Either a loser or just people that I'll feel kind of neutral on that will just need to grow on me later, but. 
pretty much immediately I liked all of the main characters, especially I think his name is Shiki, the the, the fucking spider kid who is like the square root of Bakugo and Inosuke. Ah, uh, yes, he is our show's resident wielder of loud. Loud, just, just <laughs> extremely loud, extremely aggressive, and I include Inosuke in his pedigree because no one fucking cares. <laughs> <laughs> and then there is, I mean, we haven't even talked about our lead yet. That's how much you like your uh, Inosuke figure there. Yeah, he's my favorite character. <laughs> our but, lead, his uh, name is Kabane. Yeah, Kabane neat. is essentially our viewpoint for entering the world of darkness. Yeah. Because instead of being some kind of um, moron or neophyte to having powers or whatever, he is just kind of a rustic. Yeah, he's uh, he's from he's from uh, Hokkaido, near as I can tell. I, I think the first episode took place in Hokkaido. That's what it seemed like to me. Rural Japan. Yeah, just out there. Not Definitely not Tokyo, where the rest of the series takes place. And, you know, he's been a half-ghoul his entire life. He knows how that is. Yeah, he... But he is new to the world. He worked in the field until his rescue by our sort of adult overseer. And... Boy, is that imagery more loaded over here. But... Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's remarkably benign in how it's portrayed there's there's never any indication whatsoever that, that it could be anything other than completely innocent <sighs> boy with that fucking rule just a uh just a country that didn't have to deal with the catholic church being present there that would be nice that would be nice so the other course, of course catholic. like if i had to pick between the two of them, I guess, like, I would probably pick the Catholic Church because then you get, like, fucking Protestants who, you know, just declare that I have let Jesus into my heart and thus I will go to heaven, and then they charge the capital. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. And without Protestants, you don't get Munster, which is just one of the better micro-episodes of history. Oh, that was a fantastic episode of Hardcore History. It really, really was. So, yeah, then another one of the detective children is... Very amusingly useless on the spirit detective front. Basically, an Instagram influencer. <laughs> oh my god, the fuck! <laughs> and also responsible for the funniest joke to date in this show, uh, which I'm not going to spoil, but it's very good. It involves, <laughs> it involves, just Twitter. You'll see. They are well tagged. They are well tagged. Yeah, I wish the whole experience had a fourth money. And then they, their sort of adult overseer introduction to the world of smoke and mirrors is a tanuki. He's a tanuki man who whose power is gun, near as I can tell. Which, which well. You know, gun and being a smart guy is a great gun, edge to have. Gun smart guy, he seems to have some amount of keikaku energy, but not like aggressively so, but you know, just a little bit. It's a, it's a spice. It's a spice that they dole out carefully. What I'm kind of enjoying is that they are setting up uh, the main antagonist pretty early on, like relatively early on, given, you know, just how shonen stuff loves, not universally, but tends to like to build up to the introduction of the main antagonist. But it seems like there is going to be a sort of... um 
and this is just kind of a guess here, but sort of a shooting in the dark here, but sort of a personal stakes kind of kind of thing going on in this show. That's a weeaboo hell bets, where you've got you know this guy who is a tanuki and this lady who is a kitsune, and there's going to be an amount of you know there's probably going to be other problems or antagonists or whatever unrelated to her but she's probably going to end up being like the most recurring one yeah yeah, not quite team rocket but more um butch and cassidy no no just say more um i'm going through all the various uh villains of various shonen shit in my head i don't know did Lupin ever have any recurring bad guys? Other than the detective? Oh, you know what? We could sort of compare her role somewhat to Zenigata. I would not balk at uh, at making that, not assumption, at making that call early on that she's probably going to end up being Zenigata-esque in her role. Yeah, a parallel threat across other situations. And they're, you know, they're trying to, you know, trying to oppose them. So we're going to give you some more financial advice on Not the Hell. only antagonist. Yeah, what's up? Because this is a strongly paced, fun show mm-hmm. by a studio that clearly has four money. But if this show does well, they'll have eight money. They'll have eight so money you got to buy now. <laughs> if you invest now, you will have a series with eight money in like as early as winter 2022. Also, uh, do not ever do anything i even vaguely tell you to do with money with your money probably don't do what i'm telling you to do either do you know what i do with my paycheck when i go home first off it doesn't even come in as a check i forgot that because that's how poorly i track my money i tend to buy a new whiskey every week i just turn it into nonsense my house is just full of objects with no meaning or that is true real practical purpose beyond an immediate impulse or what i am convinced is the plan that is true you, that we, you've turned beat saber into just sort of a household activity that yeah i have a basically an advanced micro ghetto blaster <laughs> that was supposed to be for this whole production called the corporate rights amendment Oh, man. That was going to be launched at a live event in the park. And then the virus news kicked off. And I printed flyers. I printed stickers. I bought a website. I designed a website. I made fake petitions and GoFundMes all for the corporate rights amendment. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be about me wasting money, but now it's about the pandemic Fucking that. But yeah, the point is that I shouldn't be trusted money because everything I put into that project is a non-entity. Are you willing to give us the figure? Oh, sorry, I just felt that in my heart. Like three, three digits, four of them. I did spend a major three-digit number on the corporate rights amendment. <sighs> okay. Hmm. All right. To so underst- that sucks. Yeah, that, that sucks. That is the most I put into a single scheme since letters from the MTA. How much was that? 
that was like 200 that was like 200 printing all that shit okay this was more than that a bigger scale oh no i bought permits oh i bought permits to do things in the city jesus god all right anyway kimono jihen positive early prospectus from us oh yeah yeah i'm i'm going to be watching this this season i'm also going to be watching x arms this season because it's good to laugh in times like these it's very important i might not miss an episode of x arms no no i do not think i plan on missing an episode of x arms you guys should watch x arms if you skipped if you skipped our discussion of x arms which you should have please and thank you then do not miss a fucking episode of x arms anyway this has been Weeaboo Hell. It's Weeaboo Hell. I'm Denard Dale. I'm Sam Legault. Where's my money, Joe? Where is my fucking money? <laughs>